When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Tony, it's Hairstylist Appreciation Day. I'm Tony Kornheiser. What's a hairstylist? What is that? Yeah, no, it's kidding. been a little while. Uh, uh, you know, yeah. Gina. Gina in, in D.C. Um, in LaFont uh, Square. She, she was my last hairstylist. That was, that was in yeah. 1994 when I walked into no, Gina and said, Gina, ago. today's the day. Get out, you know. I have to say that Danny helps me with what little hair I have, but I love Danny and she does a great job, again, with what little hair I have. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, The Sun's Struggle, Joel Embiid's right thumb needs surgery, and the Nuggets think the Warriors are still beatable. But we begin today with the Nets being down 3-0 to the Celtics and the news that Ben Simmons will, in fact, not play in tonight's Game 4 in Brooklyn despite a week and a half teasing that he would. Wilbon, what will it say about the Nets if they get swept? If they got beat, if they got beat down bad, that's what it says about them immediately. That's the, you know, the, the narrow view. The bigger view is that this whole season, you know, I didn't think from the beginning, Tony, when Vegas installed them as the favorite to win the NBA championship, I thought it was stupid then. I didn't think you were going to put that group together and get an automatic championship. I thought the notion of the Lakers winning this time, I know they won in the bubble, or the Nets winning, it just, it just I don't know, it seemed like a, 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 a poorly formed opinion based on stars getting together, based on an all-star formula that in no way was guaranteed. And so I thought this was seriously flawed from the beginning. You know, neither one of us trust... Kyrie Irving, as great as we think Kevin Durant is. And when it was Durant and Harden, we thought, okay, you know, as long as those two can be out there, and Kyrie Irving obviously is an enormous talent. But again, Tom, once he was gone and you went into this with these Nets players and Ben Simmons, a guy who hadn't played and wasn't projected to necessarily play and contribute on any meaningful level, what were we talking about? Mm-hmm. I picked the Celtics. I had no hesitation to pick the Celtics, and that's going to come true. Yeah, so I think the Nets are a very easy team to root against. They weren't formed in the normal, traditional way through draft picks or trades or anything like that. They were bought. Durant made himself available. Irving made himself available. I think we both agree that Kyrie Irving is the worst teammate in professional sports. Mm-hmm. He has deliberately withheld his services from his employers and his co-workers. Um, I think Durant is aloof. You may not. I think he's aloof. He's having a terrible series at the moment. You mentioned Ben Simmons, who was a ghost. He walked out on Philadelphia and has yet to walk in with Brooklyn. It seems reasonable to consider him very selfish. And yet if they get swept, and I don't think they'll be swept. I think they're going to win the game. But if they get swept, who's going to get hurt the most? Not the players. Steve Nash, he's going to get fired. That's what's yep. going to happen. I would agree. And they'll keep the players and, and see, you know, if another coach can get to them. Like I said, I, I watched 
Denver, I watch Toronto. I think the Nets will get this game, but I think the Celtics will win the series. And Mike, it'll be a great vindication for the Celtics, not tanking like Milwaukee did to avoid the Nets, but saying, we'll take them on. Taking them on. We're as good as they are. We're better than they are. We'll take them. You know, so that's right for the Celtics. Yeah. It is good for the Celtics. Going back to Kyrie for a second, because we need to. That clip of him talking about how the team needs to gel. It's like... <laughs> what? You weren't there does, half the year. What? Does anybody in his life, in his life, say to him, I, I, we know lots of famous people and they do have people in their lives, but does anybody say to him, bruh, what are you paying attention to, dude? Are you that big a fool? Do you have no self-awareness? And actually wait for an answer. I doubt that he has that. If he, I mean, he has cheerleaders. He has yes-men. He has sycophants. He had people always saying, don't listen to the haters. Just post something else and throw some incense. And this is what they get. And, Tony, I'm going to go further. You, you said they're not likable. They are. They're thoroughly dislikable as a team. And I have always liked Kevin Durant and Steve Nash. I do. And, you know, I, 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 and yet you combine them with him and the forces they have. And it's just like, can you get off the stage? Can you just get out, please? Now, preferably. Let's move to the West here in the desert where fans here in Arizona are concerned about their sons. Brandon Ingram scored 30 points again last night to lead the Pelicans to a Game 4 win in New Orleans and tie that series at two apiece. Chris Paul struggled, scoring just four points and putting up three turnovers. After the game, Suns coach Monty Williams pointed to the Pelicans shooting 42 free throws to the Suns 17. Tone, should Williams have made that such a focus? So I'm used to that, and you're used to that, being sports writers for 40 years. We've seen the greatest coaches in the game, Pat Riley and Phil Jackson, try to work not for this game. This game is gone for the next game. Does it have merit? It often has some merit, but, Mike, I don't ever think it's decisive in a particular game. The Phoenix Suns don't have their top scorer and best player, Devin Booker. They were able to win one game without him, and then they lost one game without him. And the difference in those two games was Chris Paul. In game three of the series, Chris Paul had 14 assists and no turnovers. It's a brilliant game. He had 28 points, 19 in the fourth quarter. He won the game. In game four, he was awful. He had four points. He had no points in the second half at all. I think he got a flagrant foul, and I think he got a technical foul. So, I mean, what happens, Mike, as you well know, if your best player is gone and then your most important player and your leader scores four points, you can't win that game. You don't have enough offense from everybody else. And when you are shooting from three, as they are in this series, 11 of 53, 20%, you can't win the game. It's that simple. No, Tony, and they're on the road where New Orleans may have, may have, the most noticeable home court advantage in all the playoffs. That place is raucous. And that team responds and connects to that fan base, the smallest in the NBA. And good for them, Tony. And I'm going to tell you, the Suns have to win game five. Because I don't see them going back there and winning game six, and I still have the Suns winning this series, which means they're going to have to win it in seven. And you, everything you said about Chris Paul, true. Chris Paul not going to have every game be a great game. He's not going to play seven games like that, nor did, oh, wait, Wilt, and Russell, and Jordan, and Bird, and Magic. Because, see, I was at some of their bad games. And I was at three games in a row where they were brilliant, and then they didn't play well, and they came back. 
And I expect Chris Paul to bounce back because they need him to do that. And he's that great a player historically, yeah. Tone, in the playoffs, even though he has had great misfortune. So that's what I, I expect. Listen, Brandon Ingram Mike. is now the best player in that series. He's a problem for the Suns, and they don't know how to solve it, and I don't know if they can. The reason Phoenix is going to win is a threefold reason. Chris Paul is going to play better at that point. Yep. The, it'll be more equitable in terms of what the referees do. And most importantly, they have history on their side. This is the ninth time that a 1-8 series has been tied at two. And in the eight previous times, the one seed wins. The one seed's going to yep. win. Next series without Devin Booker, different story. This series, they'll win. The Golden State Warriors and Philadelphia 76ers both went into this weekend with 3-0 and leads in their series against Denver and Toronto. By Sunday night, both those leads were down to 3-1. to one. Well, Vaughn, you watched every game this weekend. Are either of these teams, Golden State and Philly, even a little bit vulnerable? Golden State is not. Philly is a little bit vulnerable because you see, the, as far as I'm concerned, the MVP holding his thumb in pain, in lots of pain, in considerable pain. And I listened to Tim Legler, our buddy Tim Legler, who we covered as well, and probably covered him the year he had that specific injury talking about what it hurts to do and the pain you're in. In his case, it was his offhand, and ball handling and rebounding were a major problem. And so Embiid's got a problem. They're up 3-1. Philadelphia, I think, has enough, even if Embiid goes out there and is only able to give them 30 minutes and has a 14-12 and game, I think they can win one more because Fred Van Vliet, arguably Toronto's second-best player, he's out. So that that, looks if Toronto had him toned, Philadelphia could be in the world of hurt we thought they were in when this series started, or I thought they were in. When that that one basket by Embiid, it has changed this series. This series should be 2-2 with Embiid hurting. And so that would be a whole different scenario, but it's not. So we got the narrative as it is. Philadelphia's up 3-1. I think they'll win Golden State, not in any jeopardy whatsoever. If I'm not mistaken, Embiid made that shot with a bad thumb, so he can do certain things with a bad thumb. and. Others he probably can't do. I'll go to Golden State for a second because I want to quote Marty Morris, who, as you know, is now the starting point guard. Monty, 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 Monty Morris. Monty, not even Marty. That's his brother, Monty Morris. And after game four, Morris said of Golden State, this is a quote, we see they're beatable. You may see it, but you don't have the team that's (laughs) going to beat them. A lot of us can see the top, the summit of Mount Everest, but most of us are stuck at base camp. Denver needs to be happy with this one win. I agree with you about Philadelphia, but not so much in this series, because I think it's unimaginable that Toronto will win four in a row. I do. I I don't think it's possible. I agree. But as I said about Phoenix in the next series without their best player, Devin Booker, the next series for Philadelphia is going to be hard. Because you know what, Mike? James Harden is not who I thought he was going to be. He's not, and I have to concede that. And if Embiid is hurt, if your best two players are diminished, if they are playing and they're out there but they're diminished against a really good team, which figures to be Miami, that's a tough draw. That's a tough draw. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure Embiid will explain the world to us, though, five times between now and then. Let's take a break. Coming up, will Mike Wilbon cough up some credit for Grayson Allen after how he's played against Wilbon's Bulls? Why don't you people who know me go to Vegas on that? Go to Vegas on that. See how much credit I'm going to give that little thug. And how should the Yankees feel about everything that went down in the Bronx this weekend? Spoiler alert. Go to Vegas. Wilbon just insulted Grayson Allen. Unlikely to to be kind to him. Go to Vegas and be slurping Grayson Allen. Go ahead. (laughs) 
PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means? Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats Rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. You mailed it in like you do every Monday. Let's see what you got. Mail time! Here's the first one. What you got? Wilbon has criticized Grayson Allen, but admit it. He stepped up for the Bucks in the absence of Chris Middleton. He steps up a lot. He's a pretty good player. He's a reserve guy to come off the bench usually. Now he's got to play in place of a guy who's a multiple-time all-star. That doesn't change anything. He's been a thug. He's behaved like that in college mostly. A little bit in the pros, he rearranged the Bulls' season when he thuggishly took Caruso out of the air. That didn't change anything. Bill Lane Beer, I would vote for Bill Lane Beer to go to the Hall of Fame if he's not in it. I don't think he's in. I would vote for that. Bill Lane Beer was a thug. More than one thing could be true, and it's true about Grayson Allen. Okay, so I'm aware, as you're aware, of the things he did at Duke and the things he's done in the pros. I'm also aware of this. When he was a freshman at Duke, he was averaging four points a game, and he almost single-handedly won the national championship. Came off the bench, got 16 against Wisconsin. He's averaging 11 now. He went for 22 and 27. And how he shot yesterday, I think you like these numbers, 10 of 12 and 6 of 7 from 3. So yeah. what does that tell you? It tells me he can play. It tells me when the spotlight is hot, he rises to it. And his teammates, and this was important, his teammates knew he'd get booed in Chicago unmercifully for the Caruso incident, and he should be. And I understand that. So they booed him in practice. They booed him at the team meals. They booed him in the film session. They booed him during the game. And that sort of diffused the whole issue for Grayson Allen. I think it's fair. All the things you say about him are fair. He stepped up. He stepped up. He did. I, I believe I Step said that. Up. Believe I said that. Should the Yankees feel good or bad about this weekend? Well, it depends if you're talking about club personnel or the players. I mean, we had this, this, this to watch this incident um, where fans in Yankee Stadium are throwing things in straw. Miles Straw goes up and says some unmentionable things on family television to some fans about what they can come and do to him. Um, and, but then, Tony, after the Yankees win this game... They start throwing stuff. I mean, you see things. I don't know if they're cans. I don't think you can take cans anymore. But cups full of who knows what. And the Yankees players, you see them out there. The stars are out there. Says, no, no, no. We're not having this. So the Yankee players 
can feel really good about it. And the Cleveland players praise the Yankee players for coming out there to their defense. But the Yankees as a club, no. Because if this is most other cities, you know, I know what kind of heat they're going to take for their fans behaving this way. And so Yankees fans and that club have to take similar heat. Yeah, so as a team, you feel good because you beat Cleveland, you swept them, and they were a first-place team coming in. That's completely overshadowed by the incident, Yankee Stadium in the outfield. Um, Every city, every sport has a group of people who are uncivil and behave terribly. You can find it everywhere. This happened at Yankee Stadium. As you say, the Yankees themselves had to come out and try to calm the fans down from what happened. This is a very simple thing to me. You have video of this. You identify the people that threw things. As best you can. You yes. pull their tickets forever. Forever. You cannot yep. afford to let people think that you're not going to do that. It's terrible yeah. behavior. They never That's get right. in the stadium again. It's as simple as that. Let's take one last break. Still to come was Kyle Schwarber. Your boy was his outburst justified. And who has the edge in tonight's game five between the Jazz and the Mavs? Every city, every stadium where this happens, you pull tickets forever. That's Uh, what you do. Not even in doubt you do that. Law enforcement, not the the ball you take over. You can identify it. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Happy time, people. Happy 46th birthday, Tim Duncan. Duncan is a five-time NBA champion, a three-time NBA Finals MVP, and a two-time NBA MVP. He's a 15-time All-Star. He's a 15-time member of the NBA All-Defensive Team. Duncan's greatness, not in question. In his last season, 2016, the Spurs won 67 games. The next year, the Spurs won two playoff series, but were swept in the Western Conference Finals by Golden State. The next two seasons, the Spurs lost in the first round, and San Antonio has now missed the playoffs three straight years. Duncan leaving is the cause and effect, and that's why people ask Greg Popovich if he might retire. 
Tone is true. You, you, you can't overstate Duncan's greatness, but hold on now. And there were a couple of guys named Parker and Ginobili who aged and That's declined right. at the same time. And all of that moving off stage left, that, that, that killed it for them, and it was time. But Duncan, man, you, you're right. You cannot overstate Duncan's greatness. You just can't. Happy anniversary, Jerry West. On this day, 57 years ago, West Lakers beat the Baltimore Bullets to advance to the NBA Finals, where they would lose to the Boston Celtics because West and Baylor always lost to Bill Russell. But in this Bullet series, West averaged 46.3 points per game. Come West on, scored man. at least 42 in all of the six games. This remains the highest scoring average in a playoff series in NBA history. It is wise to remember how great a player West was, as well as how great an executive he was, as this HBO series about the Lakers casts West simply as a redneck maniac. Yeah, that's in large part why I won't tune in for one second of that. Tony, Jerry West did that without a three-point line. Without, boys and girls, a three-point line. Nobody scored yeah. 40 points in six or seven games in a playoff series. Jordan did it in a five-game series. Elgin averaged better than 40. Probably Chamberlain and West are the only guys who could have done that. Jerry West's greatness is sort of obscured. It's undeniable, but they lost to the Celtics so many times that even that they bothers did. Jerry. If you sat down and talked to him right now, and I have... He leads with that. You go, wait a minute, you were still Jerry F. West. Really was. There's a reason he's the logo. Happy yeah. trails to Kyle Schwarber. The Phillies left fielder got punched out in the bottom of the ninth of a one-nothing loss to the Brewers yesterday, courtesy of umpire Angel Hernandez's floating strike zone. Schwarber's reaction was epic. Tossed his helmet, held his bat over his head, slammed it to the ground, gestured that he thought Hernandez's strike calls were all over the place. After he was run, Schwarber came out of the dugout to yell, all night, both sides at Hernandez. Even Brewers manager Craig Council conceded, and I'm quoting here, it was a consistently big strike zone. It was just a little big in a lot of areas, unquote. That's incredible to get that kind of agreement from opponents about a game. Schwarber, who I know personally, because I was his neighbor, he, he's the calmest, sweetest guy in the world. I never saw that on East Ohio in Chicago. Never saw that in the building. Only saw him bringing kids up, to picking them up and playing with them like my own. Kyle Schwarber, a prince of a man. So I don't even see that. I don't even believe that. I'm taking his side over Angel Hernandez. What a shock to you. Yeah. When he was with the Nats for about an hour and a half, he hit 45 home runs he you know, did. a week. He I did. Mean, you know, he just, Love Schwarber. He's a very, Love it seems to be a likable player. Let's go to the big finish. We can be expansive. Let's do it. Towns had 33 and 14 in a win to tie the Wolves series with the Grizzlies at two. Are you impressed? I, I'm impressed with him every other game. I mean, the next one, he's liable to do something to make you crazy and, like, get, you know, two technicals and have one basket. But every other game, he seems to be great. Roki Sasaki gave up a single on his very first pitch yesterday, ending his perfect streak of 52 straight batters retired. Disappointed in that? Get to that in a second. I want to congratulate Minnesota because they were down and out after game three. That's a big win. As for Sasaki, you know, you got to figure he's going to get hit at some point. The disappointment for me is that he wasn't allowed to finish the second perfecto. Previous game, yeah. They took him out on that. Tyson Fury won by a sixth-round knockout. Is that a big deal? No, it just, his, his previous fight is one of the biggest deals in the history of the sport. 
This one, Saturday afternoon, not so much in Wembley. Miguel Cabrera got his 3,000 hits Saturday. Your thoughts? All right, if the, the 3,000 hits and the 500 home runs is only seven guys ever. But 3,000 hits, 500 home runs, and a batting average career over 300. There's three, only Mays, Aaron, and Miggy. That's all there is. That? And Miggy's got the highest like average right list? now. Last one. Game five, Jazz at Mavs. Who you got tonight? Luca's back in full effect. I got the Mavs maybe even big tonight, Tony. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. Philly Pretzel Factory shout out. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts. And now, what a slurp up to Philadelphia. Here. Wait, do you ever have their big soft pretzels with the mustard? Do you not like them, the big soft pretzels? I like them. No mustard.